I mean, we're in a world and we're in a time right now to where there is a shaking going on. I don't know if you've noticed, if you realize it, but the world is shaking. Amen. God is beginning to shake, to reveal, to open, to see, to bring things out of darkness into light. There is revelation of evil and there is Total chaos in a lot of areas. Amen. We are seeing truly the Bible come to life right before our very eyes. We are in the end times. All the scriptures. We have so many promises and things prophesied in God's word that have already come to pass. And there are just a handful of things that are to be left. But they are setting up and we're about to see, amen, God do some miraculous, marvelous, and scary things. When we put our faith in anything less than Jesus... You're on sinking sand. If you put your faith in things that are shakable, you will be shakable. Oh, but can I tell you today, we serve an unshakable God. And when we put our trust in the unshakable, it doesn't matter what is shaken around us, we will not be shaken. Come on, somebody say, I won't, don't want to be shaken. We know the dangers. You know, we, we understand and realize that, you know, and it's being taught and how to take care of babies. And many babies have been injured and damaged from being shaken. And I'm telling you, the devil is out to shake you because he wants to damage you. He wants to hurt you. He wants to destroy you. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to shake your world, shake your theology, shake your thinking, shake your health, shake your finances. But I'm telling you today, amen, we can get to a place, amen, we can put our faith in the unshakable and we can stand firm. If you put your faith in money, you'll be shaken. If you put your faith in relationships, they're going to fail you and shake you. People will fail you. Politics will fail you. Doctors will fail you. Medical, amen, science will fail you. Amen, the judicial system will fail. Amen, those things are all being shaken right now. Amen, but we put our faith in nothing less than Jesus Christ and His righteousness. Hebrews lets us know that there is a time of shaking. We've, we've known. I mean, we've anticipated. We've looked and we've watched. And we're saying, Lord, what are you doing? And we're beginning to see the feel, the rumbling. And we know that God's getting ready to shake heaven and earth. 2 Peter 3.10 says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Oh, there's coming a shaking. There's coming a time in life, amen, when our world, amen, is going to be shaken and is shaking all around us. And there's been times when everything was still, but your world was shaken. We never know. It's those suddenlies. Yesterday morning, we had a baby shower. Brother Johnny was... Laughing and eating and having a good time and cheating on the, the little test we were doing. It was a game. 
He just didn't hear he wasn't supposed to start. And we were laughing and having a good time. And he had too many cinnamon rolls. And chicken and waffles. And, and then he went home and went outside and began to work. All of a sudden, his world began to shake. Heart began to ache. Pain and getting off to the hospital, and then the message begins to go to the kids and to us, and our world is shaken. When you hear somebody's having a heart attack, I mean, what do you do? You don't know. We hear it all the time. People don't make it. You can go from everything being wonderful and fun and, and catastrophe, disaster. Things can begin to shake your world in a moment's time. What do we do when our world begins to shake? What do we, who do we rely on? What do, we, what do we looking for as we're looking around the world? I mean, you don't have to look very far. Just turn your TV on. There's an economic shaking right now. Amen. The, 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 the Dow is down. The, the, the S&P is down. Stocks are down. People's losing money left and right. People are panicking. They're talking about a, a, a recession or a depression. We're at a 40-year high of inflation. They were celebrating. Gas is coming down. It's still $3 higher than it was. It's high. It rocks my world every time I go to the gas station. My world was rocked. When I went to Dollar Tree and had to pay a dollar twenty-five, it's not dollar twenty-five tree. What is up with this world? You can't even get a box of candy at the Dollar Tree for a dollar anymore. Listen, things are being shaken. Things are going up. They, 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 we're just like what in the every day it's something new. We begin to, under, we, I mean, we just came through two years of being globally just kind of gripped with COVID and a pandemic and millions dying. And now we got monkeypox. Oh, listen, there's going to always be something to scare you. There's always going to be something. The world is shaking, and there's a shaking coming. But I'm telling you, within me, it can shake all around me. But I want to be unshakable. I want to be able to stand firm on the faith of Jesus Christ that there are some things that I can put my trust in. And no matter what's shaking the world, it's not going to shake me. Can I get an amen? Billions of dollars spent on climate change. Homelessness and starvation and all the things that's happening in our world. You say, Pastor, do you believe in climate change? Yes, I do. The Bible says in the last days the sun is going to heat up seven times hotter and men are going to curse God because of the heat. But you can't put enough diapers on enough cows in California to stop it. That's what they want to do. You, you can't, you can't put a, get enough electric cars. 
We can do everything. Listen, we, we travel all over the world and we do our part and we do more than our part. And then we go over to India and there's boats floating down the rivers with outhouses sitting on the back just over the water, just going in the water. The whole rest of the world is not on board with this. I think we should do our part. I think we should try to be healthy. And we, But listen, you're not going to change something that God said is coming. He is going to shake the world. And it's going to happen. But see, people are there. They're thinking, they're living like we're going to be here for millions of more years. Can I tell you? Jesus is coming. He has it all planned out from beginning to end. And there's nothing going to change until he says it's going to change. So we can do all of these things. And I I don't believe in just polluting. Don't throw your trash out the window. Do do your part. But listen, there comes a time to where we got to go listen here. Some of this stuff is ridiculous. This is crazy. Things are shaking. And the world's going crazy. And and there's division. Listen, there may be division in the world and division in politics. But we've got to stop the division in the church. We've got to come together and know, amen, that God is in control. And listen, it's not just in the church. It's not just in the world, but it is in the church. Heresies and false teachings and people are just grasping on anything because they're desperate. But when you preach the simple truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, people don't want to believe you because that's just too easy. It is that easy. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you shall be saved. Our political system is shaking. Our, the lies, the rumors, the scandals, uh, the, the church is uh, full of heresy and the world is laughing at us and secularism has taken over and, and we're becoming just as bad as the world and they can't see a difference. And, and people say, well, why, well, what's the difference? Y'all are having just as many panic attacks as we are. You're just as depressed as we are. It's because we've got to come back. It's because we are putting our trust in things that are shakable. And we've got to get back to putting our trust in things that are unshakable. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 says, Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which buildeth his house upon a rock. The rain descended and the floods came. The wind blew, beat on the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them shall be likened, and doeth them not, shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house on the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the wind blew, it beat up that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. When it came to pass, Jesus And it ended these sayings, the people were astonished, for he taught with one having authority and not as the scribes. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that don't, they're not preaching with authority because they don't even believe what they're saying. They're preaching. We see it all, we we see it in every arena of the world. People are saying one thing and doing another. But it's time that the church begin to say what we mean, say what the Word of God says, stand on it, believe it, speak it. And when the shaking comes, people's going to begin to look at us and go, hey, wait a minute, what's different? I'm shaking and you're not. 
You're in the same storm I am. You're in the same boat I am. You're paying the same prices for gas as I am. Amen. You're going through the same difficulties I am. Amen. Your family's having issues just like us. Why are we shaking and you're not? Hebrews chapter number 12. Let's read verse 24 through 29. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who's speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that the only unshakable things will remain. I'm going to read verse 27 again. I want you to just listen. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Does anybody want to remain? So if we're going to remain, we've we've got to be one of those unshakable things, don't we? Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping Him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. King James says our God is a consuming fire. Amen. God is a jealous God. He's a God that is looking for people. Amen. Who will stand in the midst of trouble. Amen. That will build their house on the solid rock. Amen. That will not build it upon sand, uh, upon the world's teachings and all the things that's out there and just jump from one thing to the other. But we get founded and rooted on the Word of God because God said, I'm about to shake heaven and earth. And only the unshakable things are going to remain. So what I want to know today and what you need to know today is what things are unshakable. If only the unshakable things are going to remain, what are they? Psalms 45 verse 6. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. You say, Pastor, what is an unshakable thing? The throne of God. God is sitting on His throne today. He is in control. He is in power. Amen. He hasn't fell off the throne. Amen. Looking at what's going on in the world. He is not afraid. He has not been taken uh, by surprise. Amen. And God, they said it this morning, is in control because He is still on the throne and His throne will last forever. When you understand, when you picture God, amen, amen, come on, give Him a praise this morning. 
when you picture God on His throne, when you picture Him sitting on the throne of eternity, amen, with everything under His control. I told you last week, it's kind of like looking down upon the ant, seeing His journey from beginning to the end, to the mound. That's our life. God sees it all. He knows it all. Amen. He said uh, in our message a couple weeks ago that your whole life was planned out for the beginning. And God is in control. When the world shakes, when the enemy shakes, when people shake, God doesn't shake. The heavens are, his throne is not shaken. When When the enemy, when Satan came in and tried to overthrow heaven, it didn't shake God's kingdom. It didn't shake him. And the enemy still does it. The enemy quakes in God's presence. God doesn't quake in the devil's presence. The Bible talks about all the different things that shake and quake. The earth and, and the, the, the seas and the mountains and all that. But I'm telling you, God's throne, amen, doesn't shake. It is unshakable. It's when we put other things on the throne. It's when we want to sit on the throne. It's when we want to be in control. It's when we put our job on the throne, our, 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 our children, our spouse, our, our money, our talent, or our ability, our, a political idea. When you put that on the throne and you let that be in control, it's going to get shaken. When you put shakable things on the throne, they're going to shake, but... When you put God on, you let God be on the throne of your life, God on the throne of your heart, amen, when you let Him be in control, amen, you will not be shaken. Goliath's coming out every day. I mean, the dude's almost 10 foot tall. He has a booming voice, send me someone to fight. And all the trained warriors are shaking. They're hiding behind rocks and trees. And here comes a teenager... He was delivering bread and cheese. Does anybody know what that is? That was, he was, David was the first pizza delivery boy. He was delivering bread and cheese and some pepperoni, some mushrooms. and He was bring, coming up to his brothers and he gets up there. And all of a sudden, he hears this Goliath screaming and shouting, send me a man to fight it. He watching everybody, what are y'all doing? Where are you going? Who's going to? David said, I fight him. I fought a lion one. I fought a bear in one. And I know that my God, somebody say my God. My God, my God will deliver him into my hands. Now, it didn't hurt. I mean, you know, he's about 16, 17, 18, he's a teenager. It didn't hurt that he also heard he wouldn't have to pay taxes for life and gets to marry the king's daughter. I mean, that's a little motivation too. But that wasn't the whole point. Blessings will come when you're unshakable. When you hide, when you're fearful, when you're back there hiding behind a rock, amen, it's hard for the blessings to find you when you're shaking. But I'm telling you, when you stand firm, and David said, I know that my God is able. 
When you get if your faith and you put God on the throne and you know that He is unshakable, amen, and you know that Lamentations 5.19, amen, you believe it when it says, Thou, O Lord, remainest forever thy throne from generation to generation. I'm telling you, it's time that we begin. It doesn't matter what your generation's past have been. You say, you don't understand my family, where we came from. I'm telling you, it can start with you. You can be the first generation that puts God on the throne and becomes unshakable. Well, we understand that regardless of what it is, that we can lift our hands and lift our hearts and we can say, God, there's a shaking going on around me, but my trust is in you. I stand in you alone and I put my faith in you alone. And Hebrews 1.10 says, Thou, O Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heaven are the works of thy hands. They shall perish but thou remainest. They shall wax old like dust of a garment. As a vesture shall thou fold them up. They shall be changed. But thou art the same, for thy years shall fail not. Listen, we get old. We wear out. We die. But God's the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. I'm telling you, God is on the throne and He is unshakable. And we've got to begin to put our trust in Him. And we've got to stop looking at all this other stuff and believing all these other stuff. And we've got to get back to saying, Thy throne, O God. Amen? We decide, God says, Your throne is unshakable I'm going to put my trust in you. I'm going to put you on the throne of my life. And if your throne is unshakable and you're on the throne of my heart and my life, then I am unshakable. So God's, God, God's throne is unshakable. But there's one more unshakable thing I want to talk about today. Mark chapter 13, verse 31. Heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall never pass away. I'm going to tell you something. The Word of God is unshakable. The Word of God is unmovable. The Word of God is true. The Word of God is right. The Word of God is power. The Word of God is life. Amen. Oh, you, oh God, I have put you on the throne of my heart. Now, since you're on the throne, I want you to speak to me. And how God speaks to you most of the time is through His Word. And if you don't know His Word, if you don't read His Word, if you don't learn His Word, if you don't speak His Word, amen, then you can be shakable. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will not pass because it's going to stand. Amen. When you're born again, amen, we're, we're, we're born again. We're, we're born of flesh. Then we're born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said, how can I do that? How can I enter my mother's womb? He said, no, no, no. You're born first of flesh, but then you've got to be born of the Spirit. When you have that born again experience, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, not just in, 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 in ritual, not just in thought, not just, uh, I read about it. My, it was my mama. I'm telling you, when you have a personal encounter and a relationship with God Almighty and you have Him in your heart, in your life, on the throne, now then His Word becomes life. 
The king is speaking. First Peter says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and the glory of man is the flower of the grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Listen, we've got a word. We've got a word for the world. We have got a word for our fellow uh, co-workers and, and people around us. But you know what the problem is? We've been speaking words, even that other people. We've been spouting uh, philosophies and uh, political ideas and ideologies. And we, we've been speaking what we think and what we feel. And none of that's going to stand. All of that is shakable. But when we begin to speak the word of God, when we begin to speak what God speaks, when we begin to say what God says, when we begin to declare what God declares, people's lives are changed. First John, John, sorry, John 1 says, In the beginning was the word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And somebody shout His name today. Jesus. Jesus. The Word made flesh. Can I tell you today, the throne of God is unshakable. And the Son of God is unshakable. His Word that He speaks is truth and life. And it is unshakable. What I say will shake. What I believe will shake. What I declare will shake. But when I declare and speak and declare and stand in faith and believe the Word of God, amen, I cannot be shaken. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, to the joints and marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I'm telling you, if you want God to change your life, change your thinking, change your heart, change your attitude, break habits and addictions, you need to get in the word of God and begin to read it, begin to love it. Amen. Begin to say, God, your word is life. Your word is unshakable and thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. When you put your trust in the word of God you put your trust in Jesus. Numbers 23 19 God is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent hath he said and shall he not do it hath he spoken and shall he not make it good. Come on you can stand on God's word. When you're sick, you can stand on that word that says, by his stripes, I am. I already was. We were. It happened on the cross. Every stripe he took on his back was for my healing. And now then, I declare, right now the doctor gave me a bad report and it's shaking me. But I'm going to go back to your word, which is unshakable. And your word says, uh, by your stripes, I'm healed. And so I believe 
that. I stand on that. I trust in that. The unshakable. That, that word, that, 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 that the, the spirit, the life, the, the, the anointing, the, the Holy Ghost. Amen. All comes and he, he, he empowers his word. He, he gives us that, that dunamis, that, where we get our word dynamite. Amen. That, that, that word is, the word of God is explosive. The word of God is full of energy. The word of God is full of life. Amen. It's not just dead. The law is dead. Amen. But God, the Spirit, it brings life. And when you understand, amen, that I look back and, I, and all of God's Word is good. I can learn something, Old Testament, New Testament. I can learn it from the prophets. I can learn it. I can look at everything. Amen. God, He didn't sugarcoat it. He showed us the good, the bad, the ugly. We see people's failures and we see God's redemption. And we can look and say, if God can do it for them, He can do it for me. If God can get them out of that situation, He can get me out of my situation. If God can deliver them three Hebrew children out of the fiery furnace, He can help me when I'm walking through the fire. If He can deliver Daniel out of the lion's den, He can keep me from being devoured. And so we, we look at God's Word and we go, you know what? God was on the throne then and God's on the throne now. He took care of His people then. He's going to take care of His people now. I put my trust in Him. Isaiah fifty five eleven says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing wherein I sin it. Come on, you need to begin to sin the Word of God. You need to begin to speak the Word of God into your symptoms, into your sickness, into your depression, into your sadness, into your financial difficulty. You need to send your... Listen, don't just send your kids to school. Send the Word of God in your kids to school. Because when you can't be there to protect them, the Word of God can protect them. Trust and believe and pray and plead the blood of Jesus. I've told you the story so many times every year uh, about the, the witch that would go and she would sit outside the, the, the school and they'd come and she would put curses on the kids. And, and she, there was once she finally she got saved and she was telling the story about this one kid. Every time, every day, amen, she would try and her mouth would just be shut. She couldn't pronounce a curse. And she found out that every day before that kid got out of school, mom and daddy said, Jesus, we cover our child with the blood of Jesus. Keep them, cover them, protect them. Amen. And you know what? They put the word upon that child and the devil had no authority over them. You can't go everywhere they go, but the word of God can. You put the Word of God in them. You speak it over them. You pray it over them. You teach it to them. You read it to them. You put it in them. The Word of God, when you speak it, it has a power to convict. Acts chapter 2 verse 37 says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall 
we do. I'm telling you, when you declare your words and what you think and what this one's saying and that one's saying and what, listen, that doesn't shake men and doesn't prick their hearts for their sin. But when you declare the word of God and you present the gospel, amen, that God sent his son Jesus in the world because he loved them and he died for your sins, but he didn't just die, but he rose again. And now he is seated at the right hand of the father who is on the throne and is unshakable and he is coming again to receive us. It'll prick their hearts and they too will say, what must I do? What must I do to be saved? How can I be unshakable like you're unshakable? The Word of God is the, the power to transform lives and it, it, it's by the hearing, it's by the reading, amen, that souls come to Christ and they hear about His grace and His mercy and His love. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, when you put your faith in the Word of God, you're putting your faith in over 30,000 promises. And did you know the Bible says every promise in the book is yours? If you trust God, if He's on the throne of your heart, when you trust Him and you believe His Word and you speak His Word and you say, Lord, I hear it, I believe it, I, I believe everything in the book is mine. Amen. Over 30,000 promises that God, amen, said can be yours, can be yours if you'll just believe. Not just all the promises, but all the prophecies. Second Peter said, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where's the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. He said, listen, they're, they're, in this world, we stand on God's Word. But there's going to be people that laugh, that mock, that make fun. They say, man, I've been hearing that my whole life. Everything's it's never going to happen. It's closer today than it was yesterday. Every day's closer. Every generation has gotten closer. Amen. We're living in a generation where we're seeing the promises of God come to pass. We're seeing the prophecies come to pass. Amen. We're living in a time, amen, to where we can see revelations opening, amen, and being revealed. And we have got to stand firm and go, you know what? I don't care if anybody else scoffs and disbelieves, amen, and leaves and, and gets in doubt and unbelief and gets mixed up in all these things. I'm going to stay true to the Word of God. Put my faith. In the Word, trust in God regardless of what people say and do and, and knowing that He is truth and that His truth is. Amen. you you, you got to begin to declare what His truth is. Because the devil says, you're worthless. You, you blew it. You messed up. You're just an old sinner. But what what God's Word say? You're an overcomer. He says, you're more than a conqueror. He said, you're the apple of his eye. He said that he watches over you. Amen. He said he'll never leave you, never forsake you. Amen. You've got to begin to say, Lord, I, I'm going to believe what your word says about me, not what the people on Facebook say about me. I'm going to believe what your word says about me, not what my boss says about me. I'm not going to believe, amen, what, what all those scoffers and unbelievers say about me. I'm going to believe the one who created me, the one who loves me, the one who counts the hairs daily on my head. Amen. The one that knows when I get up and knows when I lay down, I'm going to put my trust in Him. I'm going to believe what He says about me. 
When you put your faith in an unshakable God, you're going to be unshakable. When you put your faith in an unshakable word, you're going to become unshakable. And I'm telling you, we're living in a world that's about to and already is being shaken. But we've got to stand firm on those two things and say, I will not be moved. we put our faith in unshakable things, we become unshakable. Let me read to you in closing Psalms chapter 1. Let me show you some shakable and some unshakable. Some blessings, some cursing. You choose which side you want to be on. So you get to decide. You have free will. You get to choose. Choose you this day. Psalms chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You see, those, those things are shakable. But so many people are putting their trust and their counsel in the ungodly. Sitting in the seat of scornful, running around with the sinners. We got to go be with sinners to win them to Christ. Not to sin with them. There's a big difference. We don't shun them. We love them. But we don't sit in their seat. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, or sitteth in the seat of scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. It's right here. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Because his word is unshakable. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in its season. His leaf, leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's the blessing for putting your faith in unshakable things. The benefits. But the ungodly are not so. But they are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. They put their faith in shakable things and they're going to be shaken. But the righteous put their faith in God. They put their faith in the Word of God, in the law of God. And they're unshakable. And they're prosperous in all that they do. And they're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And that's why I said when we began on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground it's sinking sand. Listen, don't, don't, don't stand on sinking sand. Don't, 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 don't play around with quicksand. Get your life founded on a solid rock. Solid foundation. Put God. That's my question today. Who's on the throne of your heart? If you put shakable things on the throne of your life, your life will be shaken.
But if you put an unshakable God on the throne of your life, you'll be unshakable. And if you will trust in His Word, declare His Word, speak His Word, read His Word, pray His Word, you'll be unshakable. And you too can stand on Christ, the solid rock.